Hello everyone and welcome to episode 5 of Video Game Choo Choo's anime podcast, Chuchigatari Unlimited Trainworks. It's me, John. I'm piloting the train down the tracks. We got our usual friends, Trixie. Hello. And Rose. Hello. Coming along on the ride. Folks, it's been a wild year. And while this isn't the last episode of the year, I just, well, we decided, I shouldn't say I, we decided to get together and talk about our favorite shows of the year. Because, hey, it's not, I'm not going to do it next episode, because <laughs> we have to talk about an anime next episode, and that would be fucking murder. Yeah, sure so, would. So, uh, how about we go ahead and do that now? How about we talk about it this episode, and if you want to come in, you want to send in your opinions of your favorite anime, you can send in yours and we'll read them off the next, next episode. How about that? You can do that. That won't be as long. Um, so yeah, we'll start off with anime of the year. Um, that'll be a good way to get us started. Um... Rose, how about we start with you? Because I actually have zero idea what yours is. Um, Trixie actually wrote hers down. Oh, yeah. So, well, mine will know. be pretty obvious when I say it. Uh, but my, like, main leader is Magus Bride. Um, mm-hmm. I think that, that, that the manga for that is really good. And then the anime adaptation, I think, is even better than the manga. Um, they really mm. speed a lot of stuff up. Um, mm-hmm. They condense, like, 50 four chapters into 24 episodes uh Mm -hmm. pretty good and that like the chapters for that manga are really long so it's they do a really good job of like making that fit well and also like the music for that series is like phenomenal um Mm -hmm. some of the songs sound like very near-esque uh Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it's good. Um, yeah, th- that anime is, like, starting a, tr- a big trend in what I really like from anime uh, recently, which is just, like, real examinations of, like, relationships and trauma. Because um, I'm noticing that in media in general a lot recently. Uh, people are talking a lot more about stuff that hurts them. <laughs> Everyone's fucked up, and everyone's got to figure yeah. it out somehow. Huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that, that that's definitely my favorite anime of the year total. Uh, otherwise, like, I was thinking about, like, and Pop Team Epic was this year, wasn't it? Yep. A guy like that. I know you didn't, John. Um, it was fun. But uh, I, I really, really, I really liked how, like, fucky they got with like a lot of stuff like being able to just grab a bunch of voice actors for it uh being able to grab fucking what was it, it was selling frieza they fucking got for yeah. that one episode <laughs> like that's great yeah um and just running it back to back i think is like really interesting <laughs> um and i'm in, excited to see whatever the hell that ova is next year um yeah more scared than anything <laughs> oh yeah yeah i mean it is coming out on fucking april fool's day isn't it like uh-oh who knows if it's even it? a real thing yeah 
It's set for fucking yeah, April Fool's Day. Um, could just be a prank. It could just be B-Cub, like, farting on camera and just being like, fuck all y'all. <laughs> um, other than that, like, uh, Fate Cooking is the best Fate anime. Um, it's, <laughs> like, completely, you can't even go, oh, I had a problem with this. It's just fucking they're cooking. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's great. And then um, Zombieland Saga. It's not done yet, and they could fuck it up like really bad or something somehow in the last episode, but that being a new IP and like really just feeling fresh and like funny and really like unique, I'd say, is what, how it feels. It just feels very like of its own, and I really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. There you go. That's my anime of the year. Okay. Nice. Thanks. Damn. Got through that nice and quick. Yeah. Um, Trixie, would you like to talk about your anime of the year? Heck yeah. Uh, my favorite anime of the year was uh, A Place Further Than the Universe. Uh, uh, also an original show. Uh, original mm. show's killing it this year. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's a sort of slice of life thing about cute girls doing cute things to get to Antarctica. Uh, and the, uh, teenage drama hood and, uh, personal troubles that they face along the way, it made me cry, like, a hundred times throughout the entire thing. Uh, also, really cute, really good looking. I believe it was made by Madhouse, which... Yeah, I think so. Yeah, they always make the most gorgeous looking shit. Yeah. Uh, Is there anything else you want to shout out? Yes, uh, Devilman Crybaby. Oh, was, fuck, right. That was this year. Yeah, oh. it was amazing. Uh, yeah. F- fucking blew me away. Uh, I... It's... God, it's so bleak and so miserable, but it's, like, super compelling at the same time. Not, like, <sighs> grimdark bullshit that I can't bear to slog. yeah. Exactly, which is what I feel like original Devilman kind of is. Like, the original's very, like... It's it's weird, because the original Devilman manga is, like, way more campy. And yeah. Not even as serious, but still, like, really grim and depressing all the same. And this just has, like, no camp, pretty much. It's... I don't know, what about when the ceiling, um... God... <laughs> yeah I almost John, forgot about that Yeah, John you see this? You see this anime? I've seen it okay. I've seen most of it So do you know what it waited the ceiling? I know he knows <laughs> Okay yeah, it's amazing though uh, um, Yeah no that That anime is great I love the art style um, Oh yeah it, it looks gorgeous And I love the lesbians Absolutely. It's it's a very gay show as well. Oh yeah, on both both ends. Yeah. yeah. Uh also directed by the same guy who did uh Tatami Galaxy Ping Pong. Uh, yeah. So yeah, of cu- of course it's gonna look uh that good. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was really good. That was a really good show. Uh mm-hmm. it's maybe the best anime original netflix has gone 
there's like a lot of close contenders for that, but the fact that they got something like Devilman uh, is astounding. Yeah, totally. Oh, I think Devilman knocks it out of the park compared to other anime that Netflix oh, has gotten, yeah, honestly. Yeah, hey, can we show the like, worst anime of the year? Just real quick, want to pull up. The Fate Extra anime, it looks like absolutely gorgeous, but it's incomprehensible. Yeah, I tried to watch it. I tried to watch that shit. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? This is on Netflix. It's easy to get whatever. Nero's cute. I'll watch this shit. The first episode was complete nonsense, like absolute complete nonsense. The second episode, like, they were just like, hey, all right, we know why you're watching this. Here's Nero's titties for like five minutes straight. And I was like, all right. <laughs> and then after that, it went back to nonsense. And they were just like hanging out in a bar with um, Francis Drake. And she was just like, I'm not actually Francis Drake. And I'm like, I know you're Francis. I, I, look. See, the thing that don't bugged me. me about it was that they like, we're like oh yeah here's the series where we can go all out we can have it be gay as hell with nero because that's how like the games are if you play as a girl um and then they were like well it was gay as hell and then she died and i was like oh what oh, no bring it back what uh oh yeah right at the beginning they have her with like the female master and then she just dies yeah. and then they just it's, it was dumb. Apparently, Nasu said that the Fate Extra anime was supposed to be friendly for newcomers. <laughs> what? How could he say that? Nasu's, Nasu's on the fucking drugs. <laughs> Nasu's on weed. I, I don't even know how you could ever think that. Like, I would... Uh, well, sucked. It was bad. Like, you could watch Fate Apocrypha, I think, and be like, oh yeah, Which I understand this. actually good. Yeah. Exactly, and like, it still has good animation. Not as good, I think. The thing with Fate Extra is it's Shaft, so of course it looks fucking like amazing yeah. all the time. But also like, oh, it's not great. Anyways, good anime. Uh, sorry to derail. <laughs> Trixie, anything else? Uh, Yura Camp was incredible. Mm-hmm. Almost. Almost perfect, pretty much. Uh, maybe the chillest show of the entire year? God. Like, even watching that, uh, it's, fuck, it's good all year round, even in the least campable parts of the year. <laughs> least campable. Yeah. Like, fucking right. winter. Bleh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Still camping in the winter's great. Yeah. You just freeze your ass off. It's amazing. All right, is that all? Okay. For moi, um, I think my number one... I don't know. I I mean, I don't know if I want to pick a number one. I think I kind of just want to point out a few that I really, really yeah, love. Yeah, go for it. Um, I also want to give a shout-out to Laidback Camp. That might be my number one. Um, I Honestly, there, part of it might have been it becoming like a phenomenon in Chooch, uh, back when we used to have our anime nights, which, oh, man, I wish I had the time to do that again, but, you know, we'll see, we'll see where the year goes, I suppose. Uh, we would watch Laid Back Camp together, and it was just super fun just being in that call with a bunch of people and just being able to just go, shiny days together, and just, uh, just, there was just this 
feeling of warmth and community watching this show about just cute girls being cute and having little adventures and camping. It, it's it's so much fun. I, I loved it. I really, really loved it. Uh, another one of my favorites, um, something that I really wasn't expecting that to love it as much as I did, but Agretzico. Heck yeah. Agretzico is really, really good, uh, specifically the Netflix show. Um, it's very smart, very funny, very witty, great art style, just a great sense of self in Agretzico. Um, I highly, highly recommend watching it again. Well, yeah, I mean, you mentioned Netflix shows, and I was just thinking, like, yeah, you know, like, Fate Extra and, like, I don't fucking know. Knights of Cydonia or some shit, like, you know, who cares? <laughs> I, I know some people who care. They can bring it up with me. Uh, <laughs> But then, but now I just remember. Oh yeah, Agretzico. So Agretzico is also a Netflix thing. Very, very good. Um, and probably next episode, we'll I'll talk about the Christmas special because that's that should oh, yeah. be out by the time that should be out by the time we record again. I'm so excited for that. I'm so excited that there's even going to be a second season. Yeah, and the, the the interesting thing is the Christmas special seems to be like a direct sequel to the to this season like it's not just like oh yeah no this is maybe before or during or something like no this is like after the season so it's like season one christmas special and then i guess season oh, two that's cute. so that's really cool i'm looking forward to seeing that and the last thing that i want to give a shout out for anime that i really really liked uh is hinamatsuri oh hell yeah yeah I feel like Hinamatsuri had some moments where it tripped a little, where sometimes I feel like they thought that something that was that they thought was funny wasn't really, and I do think that sometimes they went a little too hard on the drama, but what landed really landed, really landed, and the warm moments also made me feel especially warm. Like, there were a lot of really good anime this year about... Uh, maybe found like found family could be something in a sense but yeah just like finding friends and family and improving yourself with them and helping each other out like that was that was a theme i feel like this year and that's something that i think we all need to remember is to work together and love each other and all that Mm -hmm. yeah my only problem Uh with hinamatsuri was just like the moments where it felt like a little too mean almost like for a joke uh Mm -hmm. Like, there were a couple times where it's, like... Like, I think the time when, like, Hina leaves. Um, and then Nita throws a party immediately by himself. I was like, oh. And she walks in on it. I was like, no. It made me very <laughs> sad. But otherwise, it's, like, like great. It's very heartwarming most of the time, I'd say. Yeah. You know, like like I said, sometimes, sometimes they whiff it. Sometimes they don't. It's, it's all right. Um... And I guess real quick, I will give a quick shout-out to an anime that I think was a bummer this year. Was... I only saw one of them. I haven't gotten around to seeing the other one. But man, fully Cooly Progressive. Hmm. The more I've thought about that show, the less I put up with it. Like, it's... 
I was so stoked for more Fully Cooly. I was ready. I was like, yeah, Tanami's working on it. They, you know, I feel I felt like they understood what made Fully Cooly as good as it was. It felt like it was as forced as people thought that it would be. It was. Yeah. It wasn't anything really special. I think they went too hard on the shock value at times, and it's like it uh, just was. It had it had the style, but it didn't have like the heart of the original show. So it's just a bunch of like neat visual stuff that felt really whatever in the end. Yeah, it was it was very very shallow, and. I don't know. I definitely wish it was better than it was. I'm. I should give Alternative a shot because I remember liking that first episode of Alternative that they showed. And hey, you know, like I think, I think setting taking Fully Cooly as an anthology sort of thing instead of as like a something with a sequel because Progressive was a sequel. I think it's better as like an anthology sort yeah. of thing where Haruko shows up and interacts with new people and throws a wrench in their lives. I think that's way more interesting than just Haruko showing up again to try to summon the fucking ancient deity thing that she's in love with again. Like, no, like, you don't, you shouldn't have to do that. Like, Haruko is an interesting character to drop in places, but you gotta do something different with her. It can't be the same thing over and over again. Yeah. Um... You know what's a fucking weird anime from this year? Mm. Like I've no, I haven't yeah. seen anyone mention it after now. That's over. Sanrio Boys. Oh yeah, it's just weird. I don't, I don't know how to that describe anime, it. What was it about aside from boys who wear like Sanrio stuff, or was that it just? Was a, it was about like masculinity, like and how it's fine to like things if you're a boy or whatever that aren't traditionally masculine but it was like weirdly like of course like all those shows it was very weirdly like yaoi centric um but in like really weird ways where it would just be like i don't i don't know it was weird there was like multiple times where they pull up like trivia about the sanrio whatever that become plot points like oh pom pom perine everyone loves his butthole i was like what (laughs) it's like yeah that's his charm point I was like, what? And then it's like, well, he has to find it now. <laughs> I was like, what? Oh. <laughs> um, that show's just weird. I don't even know how to describe it. Like, it's like... The second episode is, like, all about, like, his pom-pom perine gets thrown away. And he remembers how he ran away from his grandmother, and then his grandmother died. And now he's, like, depressed about it. And I was like, what is happening? <laughs> And then it goes back and it's like, well, everyone, let's go to the Sanrio store. Realistic, hyper-realistic Sanrio store they're inside of. Oh my god. It's such a weird vehicle. And also, like, Sanrio in general has had, like, a huge presence. I don't know if you've noticed this anime's, like, year. Um, Like, there's just, like, a bunch of just Sanrio stuff everywhere. Like, there's cinnamon just randomly in a bunch of anime. Um... I've seen, like, some pom-pom perines around and stuff. It's weird. Aggretsuka counts, right? Yeah, well, that's just a straight-up Stanrio, okay? <laughs> but it's weird. Yeah, it's it's really weird. 
Uh, I like to give a quick shout out to the worst anime of the year and probably oh. ever, Franks. Just oh yeah, like <laughs> just to quickly get that out of the way because that show sucked a lot. Did you watch the whole thing? I watched the whole thing. Wow, you have so right. much patience and power. Uh, Trixie, you, you have the floor. Go in. I mean, going in would probably stretch this episode out to three hours. Uh, <laughs> but uh, look, just be reasonable yeah, about going. Go off, Queen. <laughs> Do right. it. Franks is a show about a post-apocalyptic society that needs babies made in order to <laughs> fucking battle kaiju or something. Uh, except not, because it turns out that the society was bad all along. Who knew? Uh, mm. And something about the mechs not be... Fuck. It was like a bad NGE ripoff. Uh, it's... The worst thing Trigger ever made. It actually makes me think that a uh, Trigger is probably not like the a great studio. Like it's permanently well, no. soiled. My uh, may I, may I remind you again that Trigger only animated the fight scenes. Yeah, I mean guilt by association. Was, yeah, they still associated I mean, themselves with the project. <laughs> yeah, but like it was written and most of it was done by production IG. So, like, let's be fair. Here. Also, A1 Pictures. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It, no, it was, it was A1 Pictures, oh, yeah. not IG. Excuse me. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's still uh, still left a bad taste in my mouth as far as Trigger mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, yeah, but. between that and, like, uh, what was the other thing they did before this? Um, it wasn't very good. I can't remember what it was. Uh, last year, didn't they have a show that was, like, very, like, eh? Or am I thinking of just Kiznaiver? Kiznaiver is like 2016, I think. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Well, that yeah, that's the last one I can remember. And I was just sort of like, eh, on that one, too. Like, it's like... Yeah. I guess Frank's pisses me off so much because there are actually points that, like, seemed interesting. Like, if they were written by... Uh, a writer? <laughs> a writer, yes, at all. Or a... Hmm. <laughs> It's really fucked up as well that they also decided to completely destroy their own lore and world building like two-thirds of the way in for (laughs) anyone who is still with that show up to that point. Uh, fuck. What else is there about that show? Uh, there was that girl, Zero Two. I don't know if people still remember her. I do because my roommate cosplays her. You know, I can remember her when she's all over every Twitter account. Yeah. Everyone wants to have sex with her. What is this bit voice? What is this? <laughs> 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 so like a Muppet dying? <laughs> yeah, I, I legitimately don't know what that voice was. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I... I I don't know, yeah, I, f- I feel like most of the people that are quote-unquote fans of that show were just really horny for Zero Two and didn't really care what else was going on. They were just waiting for her to show up and, like, slurp an egg, and they were like, look, it, look, it looks like she's slurping up. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't doubt that was probably a sizable portion of, like, the people who are still into that show by the end. You know what, what I liked? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
I liked in the first episode when she caught a fish with her mouth. I was like, Ooh, yeah. awesome. Ha- That's cool. And then I didn't watch anymore. <laughs> Machi. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, that, that was a bummer. There's, there were some bummers, but there's some good stuff too. Like, honestly, this season of anime has been really legit. Yeah, this one right now. Yeah. Yeah. Slime. Like, you know, yeah, like we had Slime. We had Zombieland Saga. We had Honda-san. We got JoJo's going. Yeah. Like, boom, 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 boom. You know, good. there was something, I, I just remembered another one I liked from this year. Uh, oh, God. It's, I, I can't remember. It's How to Keep a Mummy. If you like cute things, I recommend it highly. It's just about this kid whose dad is like, I don't know, an explorer, and he just finds a baby mummy. Oh my gosh. That's like an inch tall and just sends it to his son and his son like just like has it around and it's just so cute. And then they introduce like a baby dragon and like a little baby oni and then like a tapir. It's great. That's that's adorable. It's just a great time. I recommend it. If you like, just want to relax and be like, oh, it's so cute. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's good. There's all sorts. That's what I'm saying. There's all sorts of anime out there this year that were good. It's great. Uh, And my biggest disappointment of the year was in Pokemon Sun and Moon, where they fought Alternate Krasma and didn't play the song. <laughs> You're never gonna let him go for that one, are you? Nope. Didn't. Why should I? <laughs> <laughs> they didn't play the song in the fucking show. Do they usually show? play the songs from the games? Yes. They usually they, they do. Usually, Did they play like yes. the Giratina music when Giratina? Yes. Oh, I don't yes. remember that. Look, they didn't play it in the show. They didn't play it in Smash Bros. Oh, I thought they did. Dan. They. No, they didn't. They're disrespecting me so much. <laughs> I'm so mad. Can't believe it. All right. Well, if that's all for anime of the year conversations, I suppose uh, we can just get into what we've been watching recently. Cause that's what the show's about. Um. Um. Trixie. Hi. You've been watching. We just talked some shit about trigger yeah why don't you talk some shit about gridman uh or not i mean i was liking gridman uh with episodes like seven through nine and then the last two episodes have been a complete pile of garbage (laughs) which immediately (laughs) ruined uh any hope i had in the show wow i don't know i liked when evil gamer mash had the knife evil gamer mash when she had the knife that was good uh, everything else wasn't, I think. Uh, the pacing in that show is starting to become a travesty. Uh, I could tell that from, like, episode four. I was yeah. like, yeah, no, I can't keep up with this the, shit. This is driving me nuts. The pacing has always been, like, not good, but episode ten is, like, a random mishmash of scenes that, like, <laughs> part flashbacks, but part not and also the time in which they happen isn't clear because they're just throwing scenes at you and it oh, that boy. wasn't the dream one right no, that, no. the dream okay, one was yeah. right before that one right okay yeah yeah you know what that episode was yeah i 
I've watched it a couple more times because I I wasn't sure what was the fuck was going on the first time. I (laughs) I I know Evil Gamer Mesh was depressed, uh, so she got a knife uh, to kill main dude, whatever his name was again. (laughs) But he's an alien robot and can't die. Oh yeah, the fucking (laughs) that's the dumbest fucking. I hate it too. So. Uh, it's very Tokatsu, but... It is, but it, in the context of Gridman, it's a terrible move to make. Uh, yeah, the main I character, agree. as it turns out, is Gridman. He was the Gridman all along. So, yeah, so, like, what does that even mean for the rest of everything? <laughs> like, it wasn't... That's not even how they, like, described it, too. Like, they literally said he was Gridman inside Yuta's body. Yeah. Like, fucking what? But then where's Yuta? What? Like, <laughs> Yeah, then who was he ever? Why should we care? Apparently, like, he was, he had no memories, period. And he's just, like, a vessel for Gridman, I guess, but you didn't Grid... Fuck, I hate the show. Here's what I like. <laughs> I like Alexis just showing up all the time. I love when he showed up at that noodle place and was just yeah. like, hey. Or when he was at the house and then she was like, oh, he just likes cosplay. And he's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, also... Rika's voice actor, actress, is, like, really fucking good, I think. Like, she sounds like a real person more than, like, anyone else I can think. And it's just, like, the way that her and Evil Gamer Mesh laugh with each other is, like, really, really good. She's, like, the only realistic person in this whole show. Oh, yeah, totally. I know it's sci-fi, but, like, no one else seems like a person. Her friend. Well, um, yeah. With the mask, I actually liked that side note. Like, I really liked when it's like she ran off her and the other friend's like, oh, I think she's hiding something. And she's like, oh, I don't care. She's our friend. She'll just tell us if something's up, whatever. It was like, oh, okay. God. Okay, so the one good thing I will say about recent Grimman episodes is that uh, the kaiju designs in episode... Oh yeah, were hilarious. Uh, the first one was uh, almost literally just a big statue of a kaiju that wobbled around the city, attacking shit. <laughs> uh, and uh, it almost looks like a photorealistic clay statue, just fucking yeah. wobbling, destroying shit. And then inside of it was the evil kaiju or the eviler kaiju which was uh i guess the best way to describe it was a rotten moldy dorito (laughs) yeah kind of uh which was apparently supposed to be a kane's uh soul or whatever or her heart manifested as a fuck i hate grip man (laughs) (laughs) trying to describe it is torturous I, I like how stupid it is most of the time. I do feel like towards the end it's now sort of veered into like, yeah, it's, let's just throw like a ton of stuff all out. I, I really didn't like the, oh yeah, Yuta is Gridman. I like like the whole like, oh, uh, Evil Gamer Mash Akane is God. Like, that's great. I think that's cool. And yeah. then like everyone just like figures that out and is like, well, fuck, what do I do? And they're like, actually, it doesn't really matter anyways, whatever. I really, yeah. I think this show would have been better if it was, like, a comedy. 
Oh, absolutely, yeah. I think it would be really good if it was a comedy. Or even just slice of life. Like, it's so, it's so self-serious. Even when it's, even when it tries to be funny now, it's like, so dramatic and over-the-top serious, I can't even buy into it. I feel so weird about this show, because I see people talking about it, but the only people that I really see talking about it are people that are really, really entrenched in the anime community, I guess. And they're the kind of people that are just eating up all the references. They're like, oh, this looks exactly like a shot from this old toku, or this is yeah. this kaiju is just a reference to this, and it's just... That's all I see anyone talking about. I don't talk. I don't see anyone talking about the actual plot. And I think I almost feel like Trigger realized that, and they were just like, "What if we just keep throwing a shit ton of references in here and don't really care about what's going on in the actual show?" Like, I feel <laughs> that's like what it feels like almost. it's interesting that this exists because, like, there, there have been like Tokatsu anime before, but like, there's never been like a really one that's like not just like an adaptation or something like this is a quote-unquote adaptation but it's very different i guess i mean it's an adaptation in a sense that like everything about it is just from something else yeah but it's just it's it's a quilt and i mean that's not necessarily a bad thing but i almost feel like that's the only thing that they're trying to do with it and they're not really trying to go beyond that yeah although i will say in Grimman's favor uh it actually does seem like a genuine attempt at being a good show, even if it's not, unlike Frank's, which doesn't feel mm-hmm. genuine at all. Uh, like, the like the direction they took with it being all serious is bleh, whatever, but there are good moments. Uh, Evil Gamer Mash having her dream episode is... Yeah. That was my favorite episode. That was a really good episode. Which... I really thought that was the direction that the series was going to take, at least be more thoughtful and aware of itself instead of not, I guess. But I just want a whole series about Rika and Akane. That's just what I want. Like, yeah, I wouldn't even mind if it's like a spin-off slice of life bullshit thing. Yeah. I would I would gobble it up. <laughs> Yuri Romance, let's go. Uh that'd be good. Uh <sighs> and, and like even when uh the little kaiju boy turns into Megatron in the 10th episode or whatever. It's like, I can tell that the show's trying, which is something. I can't hate it, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't hate it either. I, I, I wish it was more, like, I wish it had gone a different route. I wish they made it good, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a shame. Rose. Yeah? Now, there's a show on here that I think that you should be able to talk about, but I'm going to be real. I don't think I can ever truly grasp what this is. (laughs) Yeah? Because, I mean, boys don't know this. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Why don't you tell us about Symphogear and, uh, Try to explain it to me as best as you can. Okay. So, I only watched half of season one so far. But, it's like a slightly edgy magical girl anime. Basically. But, they sing songs. 
to fight the monsters, and that's what gives them their power. Um, it's full of the classic magical girl tropes, like, um, what is it, uh, the, like, oh, she's always missing things with her real friends and causing drama with her friends because she can't be around and missing promises and stuff because she has to work, um, and stuff like that. But it's also, like, edgy, like I said, but it's not, like, it's not, like, super serious edgy, um... It's just sort of like, oh, this character died, damn. It's not, like, particularly graphic about that stuff. Except for one thing, which was the... There's this really bad moment, I think, like, in episode four. um, Which is just, like, a really gross, like, abuse scene. Uh, But other than that, it hasn't... It's just, like, sort of, like, edgy light. It's really weird. It's a weird tone. That's what I would say about it. It's a... Mm-hmm. It's it's like halfway between like a normal magical goal thing and Madoka, I would say. But it's not self-serious like Madoka. It's very like goofy. I mean, as you can say from your fucking Beef Stroganoff song that you just said, like, I haven't gotten to stuff like that yet. But my roommate, who's a big fan, said that that's random when it happens. So I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited <laughs> to see it. I... That's like the third season, I think I was told or whatever. Um, I'm actually I'm further than halfway through the first season. I'm almost done. Um, But I've been enjoying it. It's very watchable. Like just you just put it on and you just lay there, Mm -hmm. and it's fun. And there's fight scenes. And um, I'm wondering where it goes because the show opens. I don't know. This is weird. I didn't know this. The show opens with just what the main girl's friend like over a tombstone saying, well, she died. And it's just like the, the gravestone of the main character. I was like, Jesus Christ, what? And then it just goes two years earlier. And I was like, what? <laughs> so I guess she's going to die. I don't know. Well, this sucks. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's, it's cool. It's all girls. Mm-hmm. So, you know. So there you go. Yep, that's my review. It's all, all right. girls. Uh, <laughs> let's see here. Yeah. Um, God, I... I'm sorry, everybody. They put on another one of those Super Smash Brothers games, so I didn't watch too much anime. I'm very <laughs> sorry, everyone. You're all going to have to forgive me, because I've been very lazy with that stuff. Also, Game of the Year's been happening, okay? So, look. Mm-hmm. There's some stuff that I... <laughs> Shit. Just let me live, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just come on. What's with you? Jeez, John. Really? Now? During the show? Really? <laughs> you what? <laughs> okay. Sure. I mean, clearly the answer for next time is to just play Smash while you watch anime. Kill two birds with one Yeah, John, that's what I've been I- fucking doing. I have to look at the screen, okay? Yeah, uh-huh. that's fair. Anyway, I I I did watch some stuff. Uh, let's see here, JoJo's. I haven't watched the newest episode. I don't think. Yeah, me either. Um, <laughs> Do you like Little Feet? Yeah, the fucking small man. He's a t- he's he's he can make you smaller, and he's all fucked up and rude. Um, 
that was a fucked up episode. They like told the backstory of like the assassins of um of <laughs> That was so fucking funny. <laughs> it was it was something, alright. <laughs> it was dumb as shit. Like them just being like, here's these weirdo assassins, but they're trying to find out who the boss actually is. So <laughs> here's they, the like, tragedy that happened to them like a week ago. I think that's yeah, like the quickest just... I've ever seen a like gay characters yeah. die on a show. Literally introduce a gay couple, and ten seconds later, they're murdered. Yeah, they, like, chopped the dude up like a fucking tree. Like, as 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 if you were chopping him up to look at his rings. God, that episode was, even for JoJo's standards, like, fucked up graphic. Yeah, it's really graphic. They, like, bl- they, the assassins kill a dude by... The, the little feet man shrinks a car... And then slips it in a dude's drink, Fuck. and then expands it inside of him. And then it, it kills. And then it kills the dude's like wife, girlfriend. Like, it's so fucked. It's it's kind of hilarious, but also fucked up. Listen, um, nothing's as fucked up as in part one of JoJo when Dio made that fucking those dogs into vampire men. Like they just had the heads of vamp men. <laughs> they, they were dogs, and they were vampire dogmen. And I didn't like that one bit. No, no, I don't like it either, but, you know, um, I don't know, it's, it's fine, I don't really care too much about Narancia, so. What about, uh, Giorno in general? I don't care too much for Giorno either, he just shows up and he's just like, look, everyone, I have a dream. (laughs) (laughs) Do you like whenever he says, I have a dream, and the theme kicks in for Giorno, and he's looking over the sunset? (laughs) Every so time. It's a little it's getting a little old, I'm gonna be honest yeah. with you. Like I mean I like Bruno. I like Bruno and I like um Mista and that's kind of it so far. The next uh the next season of anime is when uh judges is gonna adapt to really buck wild shit of yeah. the manga and pick up steam, so hopefully you'll be more into it by that okay. point. King For sure, yeah. In. Like I'm like I'm not I'm not dropping it or anything, and I'm absolutely ready to see, like, I I have a general idea of what, where things are going to go. Like, yeah, I want to see, I want to see Dopio, and I want to see King Crimson and all that shit. Like, I'm ready for wilder shit. It's just right now I'm just like, okay, we're going through the stand of the week stuff so they can introduce all the Passion member stands and... You know, it's just, it's that. Yeah. The weird, the weird thing about part five to me is that Bruno is absolutely the main character. Um, mm-hmm. but like Araki still tries to make it Giorno, <laughs> but Giorno is very, very one note and also has like the most broken stand in all of Jojo. Yeah. Um, so he just sort of ends up being like super boring and then it's focusing more on him instead of the interesting person who's pushing the plot forward, which is kind of my problem with part five. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I agree 100 percent. Like, I wish I was we were just I, like, I wish Jorno wasn't there. I wish it was just Bruno and that gang going forward and trying to take over the trying to take over the mob. Like, that would be 100 percent more interesting than Jorno even being there. Like, He's he he drags it down a little bit. It's a shame. That might be a hot take, but that's my that's my feeling. I think part five would be better if Jorno wasn't there. At least he's the hottest JoJo. I mean, you, that's you know. there's Gappy. Mm, I I like I like Jorno more. That's because he looks like Dio. Yeah, that's fair. Dio's pretty banging. 
I mean, Jolene's yeah, that, the best. Almost... Okay, so we can we can all agree this. Jolene's the best one. I was gonna say that's almost not fair. Yeah. Yeah. Like just just say just say Dio's the hottest because you know. <laughs> Yo, Brando, like, come on. Tokimo Teru. Uh, but yeah, that's 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 basically it. The fucking part where he's like riding the rats and shit. <laughs> ah, you'll never catch me now. God, that <laughs> look. I I I just think I just think rats are inherently funny when yeah. it's during Thanksgiving. What? I was I was over at my buddy's place and his grandfather, who's old as shit. It just started talking about like being in the trenches during a war. I don't remember what it was. It might have been fucking World War Two or some shit because he's the oldest balls, and just like saying like, yeah, there were rats in the trenches, and we used to just have to kick the rats. And he <laughs> okay. Was just talk- he was he was just talking about kicking rats like for like 15 minutes and nobody else was paying attention to it so i was just sitting there like like trying like 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 hiding my face like just guffawing like oh my god he's talking about kicking rats that's so fucked and i told i told my friend later like dude your grandfather was talking about kicking rats and like he started laughing too and then like the next day when we're at dinner we're sitting there and like he just starts like goading his grandfather into talking about <laughs> kicking rats again <laughs> I mean that's a true friend right there it was really good we were just like sitting there like dude cramps why don't you tell us again about the rats <laughs> it's just <laughs> it's iconic absolutely iconic oh boy Rose, why don't you tell us about a bungo stray dog? I don't, <laughs> okay. I, 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 I feel like I've heard a little bit about this show, but fill us in. All right, so I've only watched three episodes of it so far. Um, it is very much one of those shows that is trying to be yaoi, I should say, on the outright. It's trying to sell you on its cast of men uh, who are all very buddy-buddy with each other. Um, I, I, I've, I've heard of this show previously. I've never heard that take yeah. before. Really? <laughs> This is the first no. I've heard of it being a yaoi show. Oh, yeah, same here. so it's not I, like I, aggressively so. It's just very clearly so. Is what I mean. Like, mm. like they're all just like constantly like they're basically flirting with each other all the time. But it's like they're all doing like these comic routines, and there's only men, so that's why I'm saying it's like this. It's, it's like there's one girl, and she's never around so far. Um, so it's about a detective agency where they all have superpowers, uh, based off of famous authors. Uh, Um, yeah. The main villain is Francis Scott Key. Oh my gosh. Uh, He gains power is he becomes stronger the more he spends money on something. (laughs) And he's the main villain. And I think that's great. Classic. Um, the main person. This is a bit. This is the problematic part of Monster. The main person is based on an author who, like, killed themselves. I think. Um, uh, oh God! It's something does I, and uh, he. This person who has this power. He's like basically the main character. He's just obsessed with suicide, and he just keeps trying to kill himself in ridiculous ways, like. He just, like, puts himself in a barrel, and he's like, I thought, like, 
when you put yourself in a barrel of oil like this, it was supposed to be like, oh yeah, you just die, but instead it's just like torture, and I'm not about that life. It's weird. Weird tone. Okay. Um, but it's fun. I don't know. I like detective stuff. Um, the main boy who's not that guy is a tiger. He just turns into his tiger. That's his power. I don't know what's up with that. Like, everyone else has... <laughs> the powers are very inconsistent in terms of, like, strength. Like, he can turn into a tiger, okay? And then the main dude is just, I disable every power. And then... Seems kind of broken. Yeah, the second this other dude, um, his power is just, he writes something down on a piece of paper, and then it becomes real. And it's like, well, fuck, dude, that's the strongest one. What? <laughs> and then you see the dude who spends money on stuff is like, he, at one point, I've, I saw, um, my friend was telling me, like, at one point, he just starts throwing money off of his balcony or something, and he says, like, I'm just spending it on the world or something like that. God. <laughs> just, like, getting more powerful. That's a good move. Uh, it's like, I'm excited to see more stuff like that. It just seems, it's fun. It's very weird. It's very weird pacing. It's just very it's sort of easygoing most of the time really mm-hmm. um and they're just well, pretty well, boys you gotta, the, you gotta tell us who your ship is then um the, the so there's this guy with glasses um mm-hmm. and he has a ponytail and the, the, the guy who wants to commit suicide all the time it's those two because they do this routine where he's tell he's like explaining some sort of ridiculous concept or whatever and the glasses guy starts writing it down in a book and then he just goes, I just made all that up. And then he just beats the shit out of him. <laughs> God. And I'm like, this is great. Okay. Sure, why not? Yeah. It's good. They're literally all twinks, okay? That's the thing. All right, that's why I'm watching it. Okay? Fair. Back off. All right. All right. Okay. Trixie, let's talk about Zombieland Saga. Heck yeah. yeah. We are one episode away from the end. Can't believe it's we almost ep- done. The next time we convene, it will have been over for a week. It's not fair. How fucked up is that? Why can't it be 24 episodes? Why can't it be forever? Yeah, like for real. Can I have this kiss and can you make it last forever? I... The thing about Zombieland Saga, as it's about to wrap up, uh, it's it's starting to get better at being a drama show, I think. Absolutely. I remember the first time they had a drama episode, I was like legitimately worried, like, oh no, is this show going to be able to pull the trigger? Because, like, you know, I really enjoyed those first comedy episodes, and I was like, okay, yeah, no, if they keep doing comedy stuff, it'll be good but if they do start to lean into the drama it'll start getting bad but then they've kind of found their niche like hey the fucking lily episode was mostly a drama episode and that was really good and then the late the last episode was pretty much all drama and that was really good so you know they just kind of slipped slightly i think on episode three but since then, it's been really, really good. Like, just nonstop, really good. Also, the Saki episode. Oh, yeah. So- that- yeah, Saki episode was really good, too. That was my favorite song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just a sensational show. Um, so, 
Do you have any predictions on where this is going to go? I mean, it took them 11 episodes to make a main dude whose name I always forget to say, like... Kotara? Kotara, yeah. Like, actually say some serious, probably story-relevant lore. I don't know how that's going to turn out, I guess. Uh, Seems weird that they now just... uh, actually try to fill out the backstory and lore when there's one episode left unless they're doing another season which i i love another season but i i feel like they're probably going to have to like there's there's so much left (laughs) there's so much left that they could tread over and you know maybe it's you know maybe a good story leaves you wanting more but at the same time there's a whole lot more that they could do and it's really exploding. Yeah. And plus they haven't done like uh dedicated episodes for either Tai or Yugiri. So mm-hmm. uh, like at least have those two get their own episodes. Yeah. I'm I'm really excited to see where it goes. Uh you know. It's probably still my anime of the season for sure. Yeah. But yeah, it's I'm a little I'm 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 waiting with bated breath. I'm worried. I'm nervous. I'm excited. I'm many feelings about this show. It's good. That's a good thing. I don't think that the final episode is going to, like, fuck things up so drastically. I, like, at this point, I'm sure it'll, at the very least, end Ari. Yeah, like, they'd have to really, really screw it up. But I feel like, I feel like they would have to not only screw up Sakura story, they'd have to like somehow like go back and like screw up a bunch of other character shit. They'd have to just be like, we lied about a bunch of these characters. We're gonna treat them poorly out of nowhere. Like they'd have to really fuck up for no reason, and that's like almost impossible. So I'm sure it'll be fine. Yeah, pretty safe in calling it uh, my anime of the season as well. Absolutely. Speaking of anime of the season, Rose. Yeah. <laughs> Sword Art Online! Oh, boy. <laughs> Alright, so Sword Art Online fucking started an episode last week uh, with, like, a, a sexual assault warning. Uh, hmm. like a content warning. And I was like, oh, boy. Great. And then half the episode was that. And it Jesus. was awful, honestly. Um, it's, now I feel bad for even making that joke. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's It's really bad. Uh, it was completely unnecessary. It got to the point where, like, even people in Japan were, like, getting mad at the author about it. And he gave the worst reasoning I've ever heard anyone give for this sort of thing, where he said... Oh, boy. They use that so much... So there was a problem, and there was a bad part of season two of Sword Art Online, where they did the same exact thing, basically. Um, but it was less graphic? Um... But it was still bad, and people were mad about it then. And he keeps doing it, and he said his reason is because growing up, all the stories that he read had them in it. Come on, dude. And that was all he said. And everyone was like, are you fucking serious? Like, holy shit. Um, this just sort of seems to be a bad season for anime in that department. Um, I feel like when people talk about stuff like Berserk, obviously, you always have to talk about, like, oh yeah, it has this really bad shit in it. Um... Mm-hmm. And like, it's usually just Berserk I can think of that's been like that. Um, but like now there's like Goblin Slayer, 
this season and now like, this. It's just like it's it's fucked. Like, did did Goblin Slayer even have like a content warning? Nope, it didn't. That was a big problem with Crunchyroll. Is like it was not. It was it was rated uh, G, I think, uh, when it launched. And like the first scene has a very graphic scene. Um, and they like went back and added it. And yeah. Of course, people started started to be pissy about it because they're fucking twelve year olds who can't understand that other people have different feelings than you. You fucking pricks. Kind of surprised me that Sora Online even put like a content warning. I just don't expect that stuff anyway. It's it's because they got caught last time out like by the thing they just wanted they didn't yeah. want to deal with it again yeah. probably um yeah it's because it got it's because goblin slayer got them in so much trouble they don't want to do it again um but it, the scene is especially bad because it's literally just serves as all these scenes do they serve just to move forward the plot for the male characters um there was no reason for that scene to happen um basically the situation is like these two noblemen just hate kirito and his boyfriend or whatever so they like start sexually harassing um a girl in the dorms or whatever and uh kirito and ujio his boyfriend's pages because they're knights or whatever um try to stop them and they just get tied up and etc etc bad oh, that's gross uh they do it so that they can because it's not illegal uh to do that there's a there's there's a code in the world or whatever where if you break one of the laws of the world or whatever like killing someone um they uh are attacking someone unprovoked or whatever uh a magic thing happens to you and you get like called to jail basically so they were they were doing that to coax them into doing that and like kirito just kills them very graphically um he like cuts off their arms and they bleed to death <laughs> um and it was just like why is this happening like why couldn't this plot line have been like oh they challenge him to a duel or something instead and they set it up so like it's like a whatever like something bad or something like have it break the rules in any other way except this why does it have to be this like it sucks um for the shock value, that's yeah. why. And it's made even worse because then the next episode is just stupid fucking stupid shit. Like, it's fucking half the episode was Kirito and his boyfriend breaking out of jail. Um, And then the other half is Asuna walking around. Kir- so Kirito's on a military base in the middle of the ocean. Inside a coma. Um, uh-huh. And she's just walking around, and then this robot walks up to her, like a cartoon, like a fucking like joke robot, like from the fifties. It just bumps <laughs> into her, and she's like, "Hey!" And the robot's like, "Hello, I'm a robot." Beep boop, and she's like, "Ah, a robot! What will I do? No!" And then the guy goes, "I made this robot. Someday, AIs will be in the robots, and they'll replace all of us." And I was like, what the fuck? And then it's just like, Asuna's like, that's amazing. Now we're friends. That's And then it just went back to (laughs) (laughs) Kirito. Man, Sword Art Online sucks ass. Not all the time. Like, like, 
it's still really good animation. Um, there's fun novel stuff. Like, them breaking out of jail was actually pretty funny because it used, like, video game logic of, like... But, like, really, like, obtuse video game logic. Like, oh, like, we can't break these chains or whatever because they're too, like, they're made of this material uh, and the video game doesn't register that as, like, something you could break easily. Oh, wait, the chains have the same, like, value or whatever, so we can just, like, punch our chains together <laughs> until they break or whatever oh because their HP will go down or whatever. It was, like, that's pretty funny. There's stuff like that. And I hope, like, the show just sort of goes into, like, normal fighting and stuff like that now because, like, right now it's been this weird, like, <sighs> did I talk about Kirito bringing all the flowers back to life last time? I think I did. Probably. Uh, yeah. Like, there's just shit like that. And, like, that's been, like, sort of, like, eh, like, very boring. And I just want, like, it to move forward. And you can kind of tell they're mm-hmm. padding it out almost because it is 54 episodes. Um, God. But, yeah, uh, right. disappointing because usually it's just been the dumb fun one, right, that I watch. And I'm like, mm-hmm. this is pretty, it's just, you know, dumb fun. And then, like, oh, yeah, we're going to have some sexual assault scenes in here. Ugh. So really remind you what they think of us, I guess, huh? Yeah. They think of the audience, you know? It sucks. Like, but, um, yeah, I mean, we we had a... It was a pretty fucked up moment in Shoot Chat. I mean, you know, obviously no no judgment here, but, like, someone in Shoot Chat was just like, I really like medieval fantasy stuff, and I I saw some people saying that Goblin Slayer was good, and hey, this is oh. fucked up. And then like immediately afterwards, everyone is just like, "You should just watch it. You should just watch Reincarnated as a slime." And then like, over the past like two or three days, they've just been checking in like, "Oh yeah, I love slime." Like, it's like yeah, we saved you. Oh. We saved you from this. Slime's mess. so good. Like this, you know. Talk about slime real quick. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to say if you want to talk about reincarnated as a slime. I love that that the slime is just a weird agender body now and also is, like, hitting on dudes? I don't know if you saw the most recent episode. I have not, but you know what? They're going for it. They're going for it. it. It's great. Like, now all the Oni are around and they're all, like, cute, all of them great i'm gonna i'm gonna say something you might disagree with this they were hotter as oni for some of them i agree with you yeah it could kind of go either way for some of them i think like the blue hair one looks better now and that was the one that the slime was hitting on (laughs) okay Um, the fucking the the, like princess like i did like like i I, she was more cute than hot but I thought she was cuter as an Oni. Yeah, like, now it's a lot more human, dainty. She was just, yeah, she's just like, oh, look at, I'm a little, like, no, nah, like, she was like this cool looking cute orc, and now she's just like a dainty yeah. princess, and I'm just like, ah, that's not as cute. I do continue to love the outfit designs in the show, though. Like, they're really, oh, really good. Sure. Like, I love the use of fur, especially, like, you don't see mm-hmm. a lot of, like, furry, like, not just, like, collars and stuff, but, like, a like belts and stuff like that like yeah. coats and stuff like that i really like it um that show's great i don't know it's still fun it's just you want to talk is? about like real fun like there you go 
You don't have to worry yeah, about anything go, bad happening there. The worst that happens yeah, is Rimuru is like, woo, boobs. And you know what? You follow John Machansky on Twitter.com. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, <laughs> it's all right. Uh, okay, let's see here. Um, I guess I'll just talk real quick about Pokemon before we move on. Um, there's some weird shit going on in Pokemon. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck. Uh, I guess they just they forgot that they didn't do an episode f- for Guzzlord because they did like all <laughs> oh, the I other Ultra Guzzlord. Beasts. So they were like, "Oh shit, we got to do an episode for Guzzlord." So Ash goes into the forest with Tapu Koko, and Tapu Koko is like challenging him to a fight, and Ash is like, "Oh, I got to get ready for the last grand trial, so I'm gonna fight Tapu Koko to show that I'm strong enough to do it." So Pikachu and Tapu Koko's attacks clash, and it opens up a fucking wormhole. <laughs> and it sucks Ash and Pikachu, sucks Ash and Pikachu in. Oh, that's good. Oh, is this like fall- the um, cool shit from Ultra Sun and Moon with the Guzzlord stuff? Because I love that shit. So kinda. Basically, what happens is he gets he falls into this alternate dimension, where it's it's Alola. If Guzzlord had shown up and had just ruined everything, like, it, basically, it's just like, oh, what if the Ultra Guardians didn't succeed? Because Guzzlord has driven everyone from the island, except for one guy who stuck around to try to fight it off, because he's like, oh, he's like, I want to save this island. It was beautiful. The people and the Pokemon were living in harmony. And he's the guy who has the Zerora. Which is that yellow cat, like, mythical Pokemon that got released, like, right at the end of Ultra Sun and Moon being out. That, like, I guess they forgot about until just now. Um, and it's just, like, Ash is just in an alternate dimension fighting Guzzlord um, with this Zorora guy. It's really bizarre. Like, there's a scene where the guy's like, hey, come with me to my secret base. And they go to the secret base, and it's just a Pokemon school. <laughs> and there's, like, alternate universe versions of Ash and his friends on like a pi- in a picture that he's looking at. And it's just really fucking weird. Like, I, like, I, don't, I don't dislike it. It's just, I'm just kind of like, okay, this is wild. That's I mean, quite the maybe place they're gonna to s- go to, yeah. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm guessing they're going to bring up those... I don't remember if they're in regular Sun and Moon. I think they might have been just in Ultra. But there's those, like, Ultra... The Ultra Guardians that are in Ultra Sun and Moon, they're, like, the people with the blue skin. Um, maybe they might show up. I don't know. Uh, I'd be almost kind of weird if they didn't, because I don't... I don't know where they're going to go with this show after this. Like, is it really just going to be another full like seasons or years worth of ash and co like i mean i guess he's got this next grand trial and then he's got the championship and that's really all i can think of because this guzzlord stuff is you know it's pretty much done with so they don't really have any ultra beasts to fight i maybe team skull because guzma hasn't shown up at all in this show that's so weird that's yeah that's wild yeah, like like some Team Skull grunts show up, and they're just they're very much just like worse than Team Rocket. They just like show up and immediately get their get their asses whooped because they're just like, "Yo, man, I'm gonna try to I'm trying to pick up girls with a cute Pokemon," and then that's like all he does. Like the the leader of the grunts just does that, and 
I don't. It, it's it's weird. Like, there's probably just gonna be a shit ton of filler because, like, let's go Eevee and let's go Pikachu. Really screwed up the like schedule here because they aren't gonna go back to Kanto and do the same eight gym badges again. Orange Islands too. Um, I, I think they are going to bring Brock and Misty in for a little while for something. I don't know what, but. I don't know. It's kind of dumb. Are they still pretending Ash is ten? By the way. Oh, absolutely. What the? F- how can that's just they like can't... the Pokemon Eternal? All right, listen. They can't have their fucking cake and eat it too. <laughs> like they can't fucking be like Ash is ten. Oh, Ash is bringing Charizard back. They either need to pretend that that shit doesn't exist. They need to pretend it's not real, or they need to act like Ash is like fifteen. Yeah, because it's like. It's like why like like how did he do all the shit in a year? Like they can't do that. And they've had they've given him birthdays too. Like there have been multiple canonical birthdays. Man, what like, the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> These like, bastards. Like, like, like no no, like like the fucking the the it wasn't his birthday. Per, well, okay, I think technically it was his birthday because the if you remember the Pichu Brothers movie, like mini uh, movie thing, yeah, that was, that was Ash's birthday. A year since Ash and Pikachu met, that was so that yeah. would have been a, that would have been his birthday because he met Pikachu on his tenth birthday. So that would have been his eleventh birthday, and I'm pretty sure there was an episode like like I haven't I haven't gone back and watched like the other seasons because I just don't really care. But like I'm like ninety percent sure there was an episode of Sun and Moon where like Professor Kakui threw Ash a birthday party. So, like, he has to be at least, like, 13 now. Like, come on. Just, it's weird. It's just, I don't understand why they don't do this unless they're trying to position Ash as, like, one of those idols that says they're always 17. God. <laughs> they're eternally 10 years old. Ash, catch them. Nico, Nico, nee. Yeah, he says that. He's, oh. Why, when are they going to bring the fucking Pichu brothers back? Fools. They already did. It's called when? Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. <laughs> There's only one Pichu. You can't even be the P- You can't even be Sparky, the Pichu brother that fucking has the hair. So what's the point? Look, I, I'm still like legitimately shocked that they did a notch-eared Pichu costume. That is such a good cut. I, I flipped out when I saw. What about that. the Aqua Bandana? The Team Aqua Bandana is also really good, but just the fact that they referenced the fucking weirdo special pikachu from the poka walker in from heart gold and soul silver yeah like the the only way that they could have done it better is if they did the pikachu colored pichu man fuck I that kinda, i mean nobody would have really noticed that that that's, yeah that's i fucking hate pikachu colored pichu it pisses me off at least not your pikachu or not your pichu looks different yeah um but yeah that's i we i can't I can, we we i can't keep doing this to you people <laughs> i'm sorry um all right is there is there anything else that y'all want to talk about before we move on to questions uh, no not that i can well, think of well, uh, no okay um i'll do opinions first okay because we got some opinions some anime opinions here uh, if you want to send in questions or opinions just send them to com slash ask. You know, you don't have to have an, a Tumblr account. You can just send them in via an anonymous ask. And if you do want to be 
um, recognized somehow via that ask. Just, you know, append a name to it, and we'll be sure to call you out. Don't worry about it. Uh, let's see here. Our first opinion that I got here is from uh, Zach, our, our, our good buddy Zach, who is one of the Chooch folks. Um, Zach said... After hearing you talk about reading City a few weeks ago, I started it, and, uh, why is Arari the funniest motherfucker out there? Every single chapter is a banger. That shit's gold. I am inclined to agree. Yeah. Uh, City, uh, if I may remind everyone, is the new manga? I mean, yeah, it's still like, going. what, three manga. years old at this point, isn't yeah, it? something well, like that. I th- Comparatively, sorry. I, think- I don't mean to fucking, Yeah. You're fine, but yeah, it's it's new comparatively, and I think it's only just recently coming out over overseas uh, by the Nishijou mangaka, and it is fantastic. It is just as funny, if not, I don't know if I want to say more so, but God, it's so fucking funny. Um, highly, highly recommended. Definitely check it out if you see it around uh, in your local Barnes & Noble store. Or other fine retailers such as that. Yeah. Uh, I will say, I will say, I mean, you know, no, no advertisement here, but um, Barnes and Noble is actually running a thing right now, and I think it's going until like the the middle of next month. That's like buy two manga get one free, which is really good. So hey, there you go. Go buy City, I guess, because yeah. there's like three volumes. There's three volumes out. I'm pretty sure. Like if you like Nichijo at all, you'll like City. Exactly. Like, I'm looking over at it right now. Yeah, there's three volumes, so there you go. Get three volumes of that shit. Buy the first two, get the third free. Um, but yeah, there you go. Uh, let's see here. Uh, we got another opinion here. Uh, this is from Lucy from the Discord. If you want to join the Discord, that's at uh, thegamezone.zone. Lucy says, Golden Kamui is very good, and I feel a little bad I only half paid attention during its first season, since the concept didn't originally grab me. The recent two episodes feel like the plot is finally at a concrete position where it'll move rather than meandering. My main issue with the series in general is there's so many characters who all wear the exact same military outfit that I end up forgetting who is who and what I should feel about them. Yeah, so a big problem with the anime and I've been told this by multiple friends who have read the manga, and I've seen plenty of the manga from them, is that the anime's art style is a lot less inspired than the manga. Um, there's a lot less... It's a lot less exaggerated. And when it's a lot le- like mm-hmm. more exaggerated in the manga, you can tell like the differences between everyone because they making, they're making very specific faces that you can match up to them. And then in the anime, it's just a lot of very basic emote and stuff like that. Um yeah, like, you have no idea how many times, like, I have been trying to find copies of Golden Kamui around just because, hey, I want to read it, but it's always sold out wherever I go, which I guess is a good thing, but also a bad thing for me. Um, and every time I see someone talking about it, they always post, like, hey, here's the three wildest reaction images I saw from this chapter of Golden yeah. Kamui, and there's always three amazing faces and like i never see that from the anime like usually they'll be like oh yeah the anime did an okay job reenacting it but it's like it's never as good as it was in the manga i think probably the most inspired in the anime from what i've seen so far was the bear fight in episode one of the first season (laughs) 
I dropped that anime because of that. I was CGI gone. No, bear. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just gonna read the manga. <laughs> Fuck this. Like, <laughs> I like when people were like, "Why is the bear CGI?" And they said, "The bear is supposed to be otherworldly." And I was like, "What?" <laughs> I mean, just say you didn't have enough money. Like, come on. I mean, it it looks silly, but it's like, it was unique. Uh, it was unique, absolutely. Yeah. It, I I wish more was like that in the show, but that'd probably be pretty off-putting. So whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, we got one more opinion here. And it's from Some Rough Lines, who says, I'm not too big into the mecha genre, but Evangelion episodes 1 through 24 were some of the more engaging pieces of sci-fi I've had the pleasure of sitting through. Episodes 25 and 26 are made all the funnier with how much of a non-ending it then leaves us with. No resolutions to numerous character arcs and plot points, save for Shinji finally overcoming a single aspect of his depression and realizing he can be whomever he wants to be, and it's all valid. It is the single greatest bit of dark comedy that this newfound will to live comes when there is nothing left to live for. Misato is shot and bleeding out in a corridor. Ritsuko's corpse floats in orange goop. Kaiji's murdered. Asuka's broken. And Rei is caught, caught up in an existential crisis. All he has left is a womanizing deadbeat father that does not care if he lives or dies in a world that is presumably fucked anyway. I didn't think much of End of Evangelion besides the trippy visuals. They're neat, but the core of Evangelion is made explicitly clear. Everyone is lonely, and we all want to make a connection, so to be kind to one another. But equally important is to be kind to yourself, for you are the only one who can truly understand you. It's a cool message, mind you, but the series' mindfuckery definitely gets hyped up over its relatively simple message. All in all, it was just okay. Fun series, death worth a watch. Yeah, people people tend to play up uh, how much of a mindfuck that show can be at times, but it's good, aside from that. Yeah, like Ava to this day is still one of my favorite yeah, anime. For um, sure, I know it's really, I know it's probably really basic and all that, but look, it's I think it's really good and it hit me at a really good time. And I wouldn't say End of Ava is a mind fuck, but more of just I just think it's gorgeous. I think the animation is fantastic, and I think it's a really well done story. But I also feel like the first time you watch it. And all that shit just starts going down, and everyone's souls start to coalesce in the fucking primordial soup, and the giant nude ray appears above the fucking world and starts flowing the soul. While Hey Jude plays in the background. Through her gigantic hand vaginas, and Shinji's just sitting there nailed to the cross, basically, screaming bloody murder. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. (laughs) I... So, I've I've said this weird take before. I don't actually like the anime Evangelion um, that much. My main thing is I think I was souls on it because I saw Kaoru and I was like, Whoa, woohoo! And then there wasn't a Kaoru around anymore, so it's barely in it. But, I love End of Evangelion a lot. I'm a big fan of surrealist uh, works, so... Mm-hmm. That's like, oh, the Composer Todd bit is like fantastic visuals. Love it. Oh, like, 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 yeah, like, like I'm saying, like, that is one of my favorite pieces of media ever. Like, just, like that, that like seven minute long clip from End of Ava, like that, I, I, you could just put that on loop in my brain forever. And I would just be like, yeah, that's great. That's fine. All right. <laughs> yeah. I won't get sick of it. Like, I'm down for it. Yeah, it's 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 a. I think it's excellent, and you know, like that's fine. I I, I do think that 
I think you're right that it is a very simple message, but it's definitely something that, like, sometimes you just need to hear that, you know? Like, sometimes you just need to someone to sit down and tell you, hey, like, look, if we're all going through shit, and we do need to help each other, but also remember that, like, you need to be there for you. Like, you can't, you can't just expect everyone else to, like, you can't expect anyone else to really get you because no one else in the world went through the exact same shit that you did. So I do think that is important to hear sometimes, you know? Like, that might seem basic and simple to you, but, hey, I needed to hear that. I still need to hear that, like... <laughs> what made, uh, yeah. what made Ava really poignant for me was that, uh, uh, like Hideki Anno was going through really tough, uh, hard times, and like, of, of course, I'd rather have people not suffer for art. Uh, but considering what, considering how that show and the movie came out and the state that he was in, like, uh, that message hit even harder. Uh, although, I guess that's why I like the final two episodes of the show more than the movie i'd say because because it feels more hopeful in that regard it feels more like a like a good mm-hmm. it's not as bleak i'd say like end of evangelion's bleak as fuck uh mm-hmm. even with its uh ultimately hopeful message uh whereas the two uh uh, show episodes, even if they were surrealistic and hard to follow, were really, uh, moving for how simple they Mm -hmm. were and how positive they managed to be through, which is, I think, what drew me to Ava's message in the end. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But, um, you know... I, I know we just did this opinion piece here, but, you know, I, I'm we're all waiting until the Netflix release of Ava to rewatch it, because I definitely want... I, I haven't actually sat down and watched all of Ava, the the main series, since I originally watched it. Um, I've rewatched End of Ava pretty recently, so, you know, I feel like my opinion of that at least still stands, but I definitely want to go back and watch the original anime for this show and you know really reevaluate that yeah because now that i'm older now that i have been through different things i think i think it would be a good idea to go back rewatch it and see how i feel about it and same with everyone i feel like you know so i'm looking forward to that when that happens that's gonna be fun all right now we can move on to questions uh again just to remind you if you want to send in questions video game choo-choo.tumblr.com slash ask that is the easiest way to do it. That's how you do it. Do it, do it. Uh, first up is from Solaire Hazard, who asks, What are some guilty pleasure series you all enjoy or revisit from time to time? By that I mean series that have lackluster writing, wonky animation, problematic elements which you recognize as all bad but still find entertaining. And what about those shows do you enjoy? Kill a kill. Yeah, Fair. I feel like kill. A, I feel like kill a kill is like the answer that we can all give. <laughs> I don't really. Re- I haven't like gone back to it or anything, but I, I was have. definitely like, yeah, like I like kill a kill, but you know, 
It's Kill a Kill. The worst part about Kill a Kill is literally the first episode. Well, that's the second worst part. The worst part is... I was going to say. You know, there's that one part that we won't talk about, but that's the worst part. But the first episode is pretty rough because it has, like, really weird characterizations of, like, half of people in it. Like, Senketsu is completely different from how he is in the rest of the series. Yeah. Um, And, like, Satsuki's kind of weird. Gamaguri's kind of weird. It's all kind of weird. It feels like a pilot. I was going to say, yeah, it's like a pilot episode for it, but they put it in the actual show. It's weird. Yeah. Um. Uh, what else? Um. I mean, I'm enjoying Nisei Koi. Is that much of a guilty pleasure? They just had an episode that was Magical Girl anime, and the joke kept being, like, their transformation sequence left them naked for a while. Uh, I see. Oh, no. It was... I kind of feel like Pokemon is a guilty pleasure, not for the same reasons that y'all are saying, but, like... Problematic Pikachu. Oh, my God. He doesn't wear clothes. Fucked up. I mean, yeah, like... when Ash was talking about how, like, wearing a sombrero and a big mustache for Halloween wasn't that big of a deal, I was like, <laughs> mm. I don't know about this. <laughs> um, no. <laughs> That's a stupid-ass joke. <laughs> no. I mean, it's just, you know, it's it's a kid's show. It's dumb. I, sh- I shouldn't expect too much out of it, but at the same time, I still enjoy it, so... You know, whenever it's not an episode about battles, when it's just Team Rocket doing something stupid, or it's about wrestling, or it's about, you know, Rotom getting a role in a TV show and thinking about leaving Ash because he's on his favorite TV show now, it's so stupid. (laughs) I guess Harley is probably the closest I have to a guilty pleasure. I have uh, one... That is definitely, a, I guess, more of a definite big guilty pleasure. Um, like, I'm, I, I'm, almost, <laughs> I'm almost a little nervous to mention it, because it's, it's pretty problematic. There's no judgment on this um, show. Sure. Um, <laughs> I, remember, I remember watching this uh, because Chip and Aronicus watched it when they were doing their, like, anime things, back when they were doing their No More Heroes Let's Play. Um called mad bull 34 i don't know if either of you recall this at all nope okay it's a it's a it's a like i want to say it's from the 80s or something like that let me look it's from no it's from the 90s but i think the manga was written in the 80s so it's very much one of those like gritty it's a super gritty cop drama thing about this um this newbie cop who gets partnered up with this big hulking man of a cop who's incredibly violent and seemingly extremely corrupt and terrible to women and it's super bloody and gory and sexist and but the twist is is that he's actually a very nice guy because he's like they're like wait a minute he like like there, there's a scene where he's like going up to like fuck a prostitute and shit and then he's like oh man he's so evil just going up there and using his police power to be corrupt and 
you know, forcing women to have sex with him because he's a cop, then it's like, no, actually, he's do he's going up there because like they just she just actually wants to have sex with him, but then he's like giving her enough money so she can pay off her apartment for the week for the month, and like he's making sure that she she's safe, and like it's like it's God. really stupid and like absolutely problematic as shit, but it's like really. stupid dumb and like i can't recommend anyone watch it like i really can't but i remember watching it when i was in like high school or something and just being like this is just stupid enough that i can look past like look past how pretty awful it is at times it's it's of its era yeah and like like i said it's one of those things where like i'm like i'm like i don't even know if i should mention it but it definitely sounds like a show from the 80s or 90s Exactly. Like, it's that kind of thing where it's just like, oh, they're trying really hard to be super gory and super sexual and no respect to anybody whatsoever. But at the same time, there's like all these scenes of the 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 big police officer's name is Sleepy. So he's just Officer Sleepy. Just what a good name. Just whooping the shit out of people that are being evil while also being just incredibly intimidating. So everyone's like, wait, is he really evil? Is he really a crooked cop? But then, like, he just shows up and, like, saves, like, five women from being abused. And he's just like, all right, well, I'm saving the day here. And it's just like, like, that, that's the whole <laughs> fucking gimmick is they're like, wait a minute, is he, is he the one being evil? No, he's not. He's actually saving them from the crime, from the mean streets. And it's just, it's, it's fucking yeah. stupid. I, I hope that's not a long show. Cause it sounds it's like, like four episodes. It's, mm. it's an OVA. But yeah, like like Chip and Ironicus watched it like ages ago. Like I don't like it, this. Like this had to have been like what, like seven, eight years ago, maybe more. Because they were just watching a bunch of like really stupid like early '90s, late '80s anime for that. And that's definitely like it's it's fucking just super like campy bullshit. Like the two shows that I remember from that are that and that like ging show where it's the dog that's trying to fight the bear i remember that show the dog's name is weed god (laughs) and he's just he just has like magic dog powers where he just like ricochets across the screen bites the bear anyway yeah (laughs) um horror errors asks with zombieland saga ending soon we still haven't learned the true identity of the legendary Tayamada. Do you think we should? We should, or would you rather she be a wacky zombie for the rest of her undead life? God, that's such a hard question to like. So, weird example to compare it to, but I kind of would want it to be like Wilson from Home Improvement, where they just sort of allude to some sort of like existential like existence for her like Uh, she has like just like people like making off comments about her or something and like but never anything concrete that could like tie her down to a specific identity that's Mm -hmm. what i would want i want a myth that's what i want sure yeah that's that's not a bad idea um i mean she is the legendary tayamata so Let's hear some legendary legends and mysterious myths. If they if they do a second season, I I I want at least one episode with a regular tie. I don't know, that might be, that might be an angle. It's just see, it's hard to see, think about. I, sorry, uh, 
I was just going to say, see, I almost don't want them to do that. What I would love for them to do, because she's getting to the point where she's like, she's not, you know, she's not awake or anything like that, but she's definitely at the point where she knows what she needs to do. She wants to be around the other girls and she's participating in the dances and all that. I think a really interesting episode would be if she got like lost or something. If she like fell out of the the van oh my gosh. or yeah. something like that and her trying to get home, I think that would be a really good episode. God, yeah. It would be so easy to mess it up though. Just like Exa- yeah. Exactly. Like I I do kind of feel like they should just leave her be. But who knows? Maybe maybe we'll find out who she who she really is, and we'll be really amazed. Maybe, maybe that'll be the last reveal at the end of the the last episode. Oh, that'll we'll be something. We'll find out. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Century Punk asks, "Who's your favorite rival character in anime? Who's your hot? Who's the hot blooded rival that you enjoy the most?" Not Sasuke. <laughs> <laughs> um. Not Sasuke. Okay. I'm trying to think. Um. Hmm. Uh, my answer would be uh, Bakugo from Hero Academia. He's. God, I'd be the opposite. He, he's like my least favorite. He's, still. He's annoying, yeah. and he's he's kind of a shit, but he works really good. It's like an opposite to Deku, in like a way that I find super compelling for him. Maybe maybe I would maybe I would like him more if everyone in, on the fucking internet didn't want to s- suck his wiener dry. But oh my god, John, keep it! Oh my god, that's how the fucking tweeter is. <laughs> oh my god, that I is didn't how, say it was good. That is how Twitter is. Yeah, oh, I'm literally saying it's the opposite of what I want oh, it to be. I don't want that. I forgot to talk about how incomprehensible it was again, but um, in uh, in index, I really like accelerator. Who's the white-haired anime boy who has a tiny girl with him all the time, and he's just edgy? I like him. Mm. Okay. I don't know. I can't really think of anything that has like a f- good rival. Oh, v- Viral from Gurren Lagann. Sorry, there you go. Viral from Gurren Lagann. He's the best one. That's that's a good answer. Yeah. He's my favorite that's a one. Really good answer. Mm-hmm. It's a really good answer. Um, some of the like. Rivalry characters in Mob Psycho 100 are really good. Oh, yeah, for sure. I don't really remember their names, but, like, you know, like, the dude with the really tall hair was pretty good. I don't remember their names. I'm gonna remember them when it comes back, because we'll rewatch that. It's fucking, um, uh, Teruki, wasn't it? Teru? Maybe. I think that's him. The blonde one who gets the giant hair, yeah? Yes. Yeah. They're t- Teru. Okay. Maybe we can rewatch that sometime. That's a good one. Let's we'll, we'll talk about that later. Um, okay. Shulis asks, "What low-level monster would you want to get reincarnated as?" That's a good question. That's a good one. Um, I think being an I think being an uh, an Octorok would be okay. Yeah. Just sit in the water. That's it. I just want to sit in the water. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sure. I mean, that is pretty know. chill. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. What about y'all? What kind of low-level monster do you want to be? S- slime. Feel no pain. You also want to be slime? I don't want to feel pain anymore. 
Valid. Valid and very real. <laughs> I'm just like, I want to sit in the water. Like, <laughs> I mean, ass. that answer is also valid and real. Well, then I wouldn't be able to hang out with Rose, because I'd be sitting in the water, and if she's a slime, then she would suck up all the water, and I wouldn't have any water to sit in. Yeah. Sorry. That's fucked up. Why would you do that to me? <laughs> you asked me to come over. But I was sitting in the water. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you fucking sit in the water, you fool? Put it back. <laughs> Make me. You can't fucking... It's part Trixie, of me now. Which, Trixie, which, water, which monster are you going to be? Maybe you can Maybe you can settle this. I mean, I'd probably be a, like, fucking imp or whatever, play pranks on whatever yeah, party right. is, uh trying to do their adventures through the lands okay steal nymphs steal beads like in runescape yeah exactly (laughs) i mean maybe i just play pranks on youtube while you fight over your water what yeah yeah damn yeah you took the water actually like i'm just hanging out here sorry damn are you just gonna be the slayer elf (laughs) (laughs) god it's gonna appear and just be like, bomb has been planted. <laughs> Wait, no, King that's of the hill. Yeah. <laughs> Dream crusher. God. Kilimanjaro. <laughs> Kill tacular. Right. Um, Harlequin Wheels uh, is asking. Since we're nearing the end of the season, what's your favorite show that really failed to stick the landing? And what show were you not too into but had a super good ending? Also, which servants would you max grail in Fate Grand Order? Now, okay, let's <laughs> answer this one by one here. Um, were there any shows that you thought failed to stick the landing but you still kind of liked? This season specifically, I'd say Gridman. Yeah. I, I still liked it. Like, I like most of it. I just think the ending is very, like, maybe the last episode will be, like, amazing. Yeah, right. like, as much shit as I want to give Gridman, it, uh, I, I'm still hopeful for it, even if it didn't stick to landing much. Hmm. Okay. I mean, I don't know. I usually drop shows once they start to get like that because I start to get frustrated, so. Yeah. I don't know. I guess I can't really say that, um,. So, how about what show you weren't into but seems to be ending well? Uh, uh, Bunny Girl. Everyone seems to like Bunny Girl Senpai anime. Like, I keep seeing people be like, yeah, this is great. And I really didn't like the first episode. It, it looks mm-hmm. it looks good, at least. It looks like light Monogatari. Yeah. Basically. It's- like, Light Monogatari still looks alright. Yeah. But people seem to, like, really like that now. And, like, saying that it's really good. And I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, oh. Mm-hmm. I guess Shit. it just got better, like, part of the way through. Yeah. I mean, if what y'all are saying about JoJo Part 5 is true, maybe that would be mine? Because... We'll I mean, see. I guess you gotta find out, Yeah. Um, and then finally, which servants would you max grail in favor in order? Does anyone? There's my answer. I didn't. I didn't even finish my fucking. <laughs> <answer>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, 
I mean, I guess someone should explain what Max Grayling is. I don't. I'm not even 100 sure. Oh, you just feed. You give them Holy Grails, and then it raises their level cap up to 100 as a max. So it's like you're picking someone you really, really like to make them stronger than everyone else. Also, they're the most limited resource of all the items you can yeah. collect. Uh, okay. It's um. It's basically just a status symbol. It means you love them. Yeah. Um. I guess Nightingale. Wow. For me. What? That's what? A, nothing. No, that's that. That fits. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong, do we John? Have to do th- is is this is this what you got to do every episode? I'm sorry. What? I don't want to feel the problem. I don't understand the problem either, and that is the problem. <laughs> it's nothing wrong with it. I'm just stating the truth. All right. What about you, Rose? I already did she, Shiki, Shiki, but uh, okay. Nobu is who I'm going to do next, because I love Nobu. Okay. Nobunaga. Oda. Okay. Great. All right. I don't know. I don't play Fate Go anymore. I don't play any of those games anymore. I mean, I've had you escaped. So good for you, really. All right. I'm working in the mines. <laughs> yeah. Y'all are fucking off the shits. Whatever. Whatever. Y'all are off the shits. Uh, let's see here. We got a question from Brygapo. I Look, if that's not how you say your name, I'm sorry. If not, I don't fucking know. Um, other than the Buddha slash Jesus miniseries, are there any good Christmas shows slash movies? Um, I guess anime, specifically. Are there any good Christmas anime out there? Huh, uh... Tokyo Godfathers. That's, like, a really easy yeah. answer, but, like... I mean, that's the right one, I guess. Yeah. That's all I can really think of. I feel like... The, the K-On! has some good Christmas episodes. I will say that. That's what I remember. Is they were both very sweet. Uh... Because it had, like, Yui and her sister. And that was cute. Yeah. I liked that. Mm-hmm. <sighs> horror. I can't really think of anything else. Horror movie. That's my other answer. There's okay. that episode of Italia where they all get stuck on the island. <laughs> 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 Sorry. That was my soul leaving my body. Oh, what's come wrong? Back, come back, come back, come back. Okay, I'm back. Okay, well, sorry for Italia. I just remember. Of course, I watched it. Like, of course, I did. Hello, hello. For shame. For shame. No. <laughs> um. Yeah, I can't really think of anything else. Like, I just always think about when someone's like, when someone starts going, "Oh, Die Hard is a Christmas movie." I just start thinking, like, you know, Bayonetta Two is a Christmas video. Right? Uh, damn right it is. Yeah, it damn is. right it is. You know what else is? Parasite Eve. That's a oh, good game. Oh hell yeah, it yeah. is. There's a lot of good Christmas games. There's a lot of good ones. Oh, what else? There's got to be another one. I mean, there's like the Hitman mission where you kill the wet bandits. That's ah, a good fuck, one. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, there's some good Christmas games. That's all I can really think of. Anime, though? I don't know. All the Yakuza games are Christmas games. <laughs> like, <laughs> Let's just go to all of them. Are. I don't think all of them are, but most of them are. Like, especially five. Yeah. Just stress sure. Sajima up as Santa. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Um, let's see here. Uh, 
guess we just have one last question here, uh, and it's from Hajnal Endo, uh, who just says, here's my opinion, everyone should watch Trapeze, uh, and that's the anime Trapeze, also known as Chuchu Branco. Uh, I've actually seen a good portion of it. Um, it is really good, but I feel like that's something that I'd probably have to restart or watch again or something. Because it, it is, it's, re- it's, it's, it's a little hard to explain. It's basically about, it's a show about mental illness. It's about a series of characters who visit this psychologist character, and this psychologist character has like three personas. It's it's really strange. Like he's either like a mascot bear character, this like really skinny twink character, or this like little boy character, and he like switches between them randomly. And it's just like him following them around as they like go through their mental illness. Like, you know, there's an episode about a guy who's uh like who's like sexually frustrated there's an episode about uh someone who has extreme anxiety there there's just like a variety of different episodes based around different like mental disorders and um it's very colorful uh it's mostly done with like rotoscoping like there's uh, a co- there's a bunch of characters that are rot- rotoscoped hell yeah but it's also incredibly bright and beautiful and really interesting like like the doctor's assistant is this like really it's it's this hot lady who's in this nurse outfit but she's always rotoscoped so she looks like really like alien at the same time that's so good it's really cool yeah it's really neat um i yeah i i I would recommend it too it's 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 super interesting um i haven't finished it though so i can't tell you i can't tell you that trapeze uh hit the landing very well um, but, you know, I'm sure it does if the rest of it was as good as it was. It has amazing music, too. Oh, my God. Like, after this, I'm going to go listen to, the so- to like, the ending song because it's super good. Um, but, yeah, thank you for sending your questions, and thank you all for your opinions, your questions, et cetera, et cetera, and for listening to the show this week. Um, I know we usually go a little longer, I guess, but, hey, it was kind of a slow week. Uh, next week... <laughs> More like it was a smash week. Hey. It was. It was. I mean, it's always uh, good to have shorter episodes like this. I mean, shorter in the long run, <laughs> it being almost two and a half hours long. Yeah. Uh, but we'll be back next week, and we will talk about Gotcha Man Crowds. Remember to watch that and send in your opinions about that. Uh, you know, we'll look at all the different opinions that you want to send in. We'll have opinions about gotcha man and also opinions about your anime of the year we want to hear that too we want to hear your opinions on anime of the year so send those to videogamechoochoo.tumblr.com slash ask you don't have to wait for me to ask you send them in whenever you want um and that should do it for this week thank you two lovely ladies for being on the show of course if you want to get these episodes a whole week early Go to patreon.com slash VGCC. Just give us a dollar. One dollar. We'll get you these episodes a whole week in advance. That's a, that's a lot of value for a dollar. That's like two hours worth of content for a dollar. Well worth the price. Come on. Can't go wrong. No, that's like four hours because it's two episodes. It's one dollar a month for two episodes early. That's a lot of value. A steal, that's- honestly.
But yeah, we'll be back in another two weeks with another episode of Chuchigatari Unlimited Trainworks. Yeah.